You're listening to the KC1021 Staff Podcast with Natalie, Jackie, Joey, and myself, Jen. Welcome to another episode. The gang's all here. I'll tell you, I had a cool moment this uh, past week. Jackie and I went to a uh, charity event in public with live music. It was the most awesome day of my life. I mean, (laughs) really. But I bring it up. We'll go back into you know what we were doing. But I, it was really cool. I was standing there talking to somebody, and they started quoting the podcast to me. Oh, it's like you you listen to the podcast. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I mean, given they're like family friends, and it's like they did it because they probably are obligated. But but they listen to all of them, and right. they 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 retain the information. I mean, it's one thing to listen to a podcast, but it's another to know you were in you were almost in kindergarten cop. You know, I mean, right. it, <laughs> it was that's what got brought up. I'm gonna bring that up again. Let me because you guys all laughed at me. You said that you were almost auditioning for kindergarten cop or something. Yes, and I made the comment like, "Oh, were you a kid?" And you guys were like, "What a stupid." question how do you know she why of course she was a kid no i looked up the dates jackie was a full-grown adult i was in high school and you were in junior high so I that was, was, a toddler. So that was kid, not though. a dumb question that is a, you know i love that you went and looked it up because it, it's when did. i lived in california i probably was like 10 or 11 yeah so yeah or maybe 12 so i was like no that wasn't a dumb question because in my head i was thinking oh kindergarten comp meaning right. you would have been one of the kindergartners uh, yes which is why i was like well that doesn't well, time out. they came in it was a produced it's because they just went to a bunch of theater groups throughout california that had like youth theater groups and they came in and auditioned all the kids. So it's like, I think there was a very slim possibility that I was going to get in it because I was in junior high. Right. But there was a kid that was in our group that was one of the kindergartners. But yes. I think Joey just doesn't realize how old we all actually are. And then uh, some of us were already like drinking when kindergarten was like, why you got to out me for being the oldest? (laughs) Sorry. I was a baby. That's a great way to start the podcast is remind us that we're all old. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Now everybody look at Joey. <laughs> I'm just going to leave. No, no, you, you remind us of the good old days, as my children would call them. Yes, but it felt like the good old days going out to, gotta, I got to give a shout out to the charity. It's called Art as Mentorship. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of local bands are the ones that have, have started it, the Making Movies and the Greeting Committee. And they've wrapped their arms around um, teaching children uh, art, different arts, and pairing them up with a mentor in the arts that just kind of helps them flourish. And we got to meet some of the kids, and we got to see some live music, and it was... It was amazing, because that one little, I don't want to call her little girl, but young lady, she wrote this song, and she got up and sang it, and she didn't have a lot of confidence on the mic until she started singing and playing the keyboard. And mm. that young lady, I mean, that song, I could think was... We are witnessing something great. Like that song could have been played on a pop station. It was so good. And I thought, I I, I want to write a song. You know, I have no talent in that aspect. But she had such confidence and you could just tell. It was just such a lovely thing to watch and to see see it happen right yeah, in front. And to, cool. and to have live music and people. And I mean. Well, and that's what feels so good is because I went out and saw a live comedy show a few weeks ago. Yes. And it was like wait, we're all in here and we're all drinking and having a good time and watching comedians and laughing together. And, oh, it feels regular and normal. And I I went to uh, Target for the first time and didn't wear my mask. Mm -hmm. And anyone else? Okay, I don't know. So so I went to CVS this morning and I wore the mask. Mm -hmm. 
but I'm fully vaccinated. Right. I feel weird not having the mask on. It's been over a year. Well, and I'm afraid people are looking at me and they're going, oh, she's one of those people that won't wear a mask. And I want, it's like, I really literally think that we should have some kind of thing that wear, like goes around my my neck that's uh-huh. like vaccinated. You've got a little laminated car. I mean, I think it's almost like. Ooh, it's you not- have a blinged out, like Flavor Flav's <laughs> clock. Yes. A giant. The big V. <laughs> I was like, wait, is she a virgin or is she vaccinated? <laughs> we just have a scarlet letter, but it's a scarlet V if we're vaccinated. Right. But I did. It's Because I, I, whether we admit it or not, through the last year, we've gone to places and, and I have, I will 100% admit, I've been in places that I've seen people that are not masked and I get a little like, really? Like, just not to get real political, but it's just like, just put the piece of cloth over your face. You'll be safe. I'll be safe. So it did, I felt weird the entire time I was in Target. Every time I walked by somebody, I literally wanted, like you said, right. to be like, I'm vaccinated. Hi, how yeah. are you? Yeah. I'm vaccinated. I walked into a grocery store, and this was the very first day right after they had removed it and changed it. And the sign on the door, you know, even said, if you're fully vaccinated, don't need a mask. But I walked in, and I'm like, no, everyone's staring at me. I felt like everyone was staring <laughs> yes. at me. And the woman in line in front of me was commenting and talking to someone else, but clearly talking about me. And I'm like... Hi, I'm fully vaccinated. I work at a school, so I've been vaccinated right. longer than anyone I know. Right. I'm fine. Calm down. And I'm still six feet behind you. Right. You've got to let learn to calm down a little bit. But it felt naked it's to it, not it, have it It's on. like when you leave the house and realize you don't have your phone. Yeah. That's oh. another one where you're like, I literally feel naked. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So now the new naked is no mask. That's right. It's going to be weird for a while. I, I will still use it when I don't have makeup on because that's what I loved it for over the past year. When I looked terrible right, and right. I had to go to the store, I'm like, oh, who cares? I throw on a hat and a mask. Nobody can see anything. Right. So I'm totally still using it for that. It's funny. This past week, Elliot, my son, reached a milestone, had his braces removed. <gasps> Yay! Thank you, Fry Orthodontics. Finished two months early even. Mm-hmm. I'm still paying on them, but the teeth look great. <laughs> exactly. But I asked him, uh, did anyone comment at school about your braces? And he just looked at me and cocked his head. I'm like, what? He said, Mom, I wear a mask all day at school. I'm like, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you, one day they will. Exact same at my house. My daughter just got her braces off, but she had them on at the perfect time. Nobody even knew no, she had right, braces. Right. They had the mask on at school. Nobody even knew. Right. Now it's gone. Nice. It's like the pregnant women that all had their babies during the pandemic. <laughs> right. <laughs> now they show up with a baby. Mm-hmm. So I got to chaperone one of their field trips a couple of weeks ago, and I thought this would be interesting to bring up because while I was there, we were at Wildwood, which a lot of people around here know because it's a camp that a lot of people grew up going to. You can fish and canoe. One of the things they do is almost like they call it the big swing where they pull you up your way, I mean, 100 feet in the air, maybe 50 feet. I don't know. You're way up in the air, and then you just let go, and you swing like crazy. Yeah. While well, the kids thought it would be super cool if I did it. They thought that would be so funny. So I'm like, fine. I'll do it. I'm going to prove to you that this old woman can still get up there. (laughs) So I got up and I thought the height would freak me out. Height didn't bother me. But the swinging motion, I was like, oh, I'm going to be so sick. I'm going to be so sick. (laughs) And I remember now, like, I can't, I loved roller coasters growing up. Can't do it anymore. Really? Can't even get on the teacups. We were at Disney World a few years ago. Couldn't even do the teacups. I'm so nauseous now. I'm thinking, so what, what year did that when, crossover happen that I was so old I couldn't enjoy roller coasters? How much older are you? I'm 43. 45. 
Because, I mean, I think, well, I haven't been to an amusement park in forever, but last time I went was World of Fun, and I had no problem. So maybe it's coming in the next two years. <laughs> now I'm afraid. I don't, now I'm going to be, I don't want to get on that. I'll just stay here and hold everybody's Mm-mm. phones. I can't do roller coasters now because your head just goes back and forth, and I just think, no, it hurts my head. I'm just going to watch I've never kids. wanted to do wooden roller coasters Me because of either. that. Me either. Because they're too fun. jerky. You yes. like those? Yeah. I think they're too jerky. I they did. Are. I loved them up until, who knows? 35, 40? I don't know when that happened, that age group. You know, what's funny is the last time I went to Worlds of Fun with my son, the last two times I've gone, I haven't ridden my favorite ride there is Top Gun. What's Top Gun? I mean, no, wait. No, it's not Top Gun. What's it called? Um, Eagle? Mm. No. It's the one where your legs hang. The Patriot. Oh. The Patriot. Okay, so I, I thought it was Top Gun because <laughs> I used to go to Carolyn's in... Charlotte, North Carolina, okay. and they had one just like that called Top Gun. Gotcha. So, yes, the Patriot, and uh-huh. Elliot refuses to ride it, and it's like, I don't want to make my kid stand there and wait for me for an hour while I'm in line when he right. refuses to wait, but yeah, that's my favorite. Maybe you should go on a date. You could have a date oh, take you to World of Fun. That would be good. Mm-hmm. And hopefully and- you don't throw up. <laughs> we'll find out on the date that I've passed the age yep. and puke all over him. Ask Joey what happened about that. Uh, one time I rode the Mamba with a girl I had a crush on. Oh, God. And right at the end, I got a little sick. On her? No, no, thankfully, okay. no. Just in front of her. She offered me gum, though. That was cool. Oh. I threw up on the Statue of Liberty once in, uh, no, a real person dressed as the Statue of Liberty oh. in a parade when I was kid, a kid. It was a Fourth of July parade. I told Mom, I was like, I don't feel good. She's like, you are getting on that float, and you are going to be a brownie, and you're going to wave, and you're going to, and then I just... I mean, projectile vomited all over oh. the woman dressed as the Statue of Liberty. Did she keep going through the parade? Oh yeah, <gasps> it was. By the end, it was. Yeah, mm. it, it was a. There was a. There's definitely a scent to that float. <laughs> I never got sick on anybody, but in fourth grade, I I went grew up in Catholic school, and so you had to go to mass like multiple course, times. So yes. there was all school mass and your class mass and whatever. So we were at an all school mass. So it's everybody kindergarten through eighth grade. Fourth grade, we're kneeling. I pass out completely, full on blacked out, passed out on top of the kid next to me. My teacher had to carry me out. I wake up, we're walking down the aisle, and the entire school is staring at me because I'm being carried out of church and passed out. Why'd you pass out? I'm a pastor outer. I pass out all the time. I did not know that about you. It's happened much less now that I, you know know about it and I can like if I start to black out I I can take the proper precautions but I used to pass out all the time is it just because like you don't get enough blood to your brain I have incredibly low blood pressure Uh, yeah anytime I go to the doctor they're like are you a runner (laughs) well (laughs) me here sometimes (laughs) it's mostly just low blood pressure right I've never passed out oh you never passed out um I don't think so um I mean I've gotten a little I've gotten a little Tipsy and but I, had to be carried out of a few places. I, I guess I well, I was once. Um, do you remember the game that you used to play where you would flip arm, you would hook arms, and then you would flip each flip other somebody over? over? Yeah. And one of my friends did that once in junior high, and I I remember hitting the gym floor, and then I woke up, and I guess I had like crabbed crawled halfway across the gym, and my. <laughs> Girlfriends at the time were above me, and I could hear their voices, and they were like, "Is she dead? Is she all right? Oh should, should we go get Donna?" Um, and I don't so, know who Donna is, but yeah. go get her. 
go get her right now. I know what she does. I need her. And of course, I wake up like you can't tell Donna because we had a game that night. And I was like, nobody tell Donna or I won't get to play. And so I have a uh, split part of my rib that happened because the next day I tell my mom, there's something wrong. Can you hear this? And it's like, and so, um, yeah. But I, I I remember being, there was a time where I I guess I I probably did pass out, but. I was unconscious, I think. I think that was a more of unconscious, yeah. not pass out. Yeah. Have you ever passed out, Joey? Nothing I know of. Mm. You know what I love about this is I look over to Joey. This is so producer Joey. He's watching to make sure that our mics levels are okay. Uh-huh. He doesn't even know what we're talking about. No, he, he's like, he the mic level listen set. to us ever. He's like, what? Uh, he, hears, he hears his name, Joey, and he's like, well, I'm here. I'm here. What, what's going on? Checking in. He's so well-trained. What are your worst injuries? What Have, have you gone to the hospital? Have you done gotten any um, I Well, <laughs> I've totaled um, a lot of cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, four. Mm. I mean, it's one every decade, so I don't think it's all that bad. This is good to know. One one before, <laughs> one when I was still was a permanent driver, mm. not even a full-fledged. But that one was not my fault. And then one in my 20s, one in my 30s, one in my 40s. Yeah, so, but I'm very blessed I didn't get any major injuries from that. But I did get a, uh, I was actually a runner at a station in South Carolina. We had the band LFO mm-hmm. in town, Summer Girls. Summer mm-hmm. Girls. And wh- whenever bands came to town, we would, uh, I was their, like, liaison. So it was pretty cool. This was in my 20s, and I would drive, we'd get a rental van, and I'd drive these bands around. And did be, you crash LFO? Well, No. No, that was not a separate story. I assume that was a wrong. separate story. But I was their runner, and we were at a high school, and the lead singer asked me last minute if I could get a, a football jersey from the high school that okay. we were playing at. And so I went and asked the coach, and he was like, "Well, it's up those huge, oversized concrete steps they have at a, at a, mm-hmm. at a stadium." As I hit the mic, um, and so I went running up there, got it, and then came running back down and missed a step. And immediately heard a crack or something and said, okay, just get get the, the thing to him. I got I got the uniform to him. Well, then I proceeded, because it was my job to take care of LFO while they were in town, to walk on my leg for 14 hours and take them to bars and, you know, let them have fun. I woke up the next day and my ankle was actually bigger than my knee. Ugh. And it was all black and blue. And went to the doctor, and they said, well, it's funny. You don't actually have a break, but you have something that's worse than that. It's called a high ankle sprain. And I ended up in a, a boot for on crutches for six weeks, a boot for four weeks. And we worked in a building that had no elevator. So <laughs> I had to go up and down stairs on my butt. That's for, fun. Yeah. But I always like Rich Cronin. You and <laughs> Were you wearing Abercrombie and Fitch? I, <laughs> this is why we don't play LFO, I guess. Now we know. I shouldn't feel... Rich Cronin, rest in peace. Mm. He's one of the... I saw LFO was like touring, and there's only one member left alive. So I was like, I don't know how that works. But So, that, well, so are the monkeys, and let's be honest. That's true. I think that's legally, true. as long as one original member is there, it they can still okay. tour. So that that's probably the worst injury I, I've ever had. What about you? I tore my ACL... I, playing college basketball and here was the worst part was that it was the last game of the season one minute left Mm. one minute left in the game and I'm standing at the free throw line and I turned I got the ball and I turned to shoot and I turned however my knee did not and it snapped and I just went I just crumbled 
So it's an anterior cruciate ligament. So the ligament just tears. Oh. And so now I'm laying on the court and I'm like, just get me off the court. There's a minute left. Just, this is so embarrassing. And I'm just, I You're remember, always embarrassed about your so injuries. I was just telling my coach, just drag me off. And he goes, we can't move you. And I go, yes, just finish the game, please. This is awful. So I literally made him just kind of drag me off to the side. And then from there, it was full on surgery. surgery. Just oh, yeah. awful. My dad had to carry me because I was only... 18 at the time I had to use a bedpan in the hospital again horribly embarrassing when you're an 18 year old girl okay I want to know what happened to the game I mean did you win they lost oh I mean this is like movie material here lost the game and I was supposed to go and party with all my friends that weekend because it was the end of the season oh, and they yeah. were all going to Manhattan and everybody was going to party and I was like no, it's cool. I'll just lay here and die. It's fine. <laughs> With my bedpan. <laughs> With my bedpan. So what's I your worst injury? Is it um, the ribs or no? No. Um, I had a big issue, this lovely little smiley face on my arm. Oh. Um, lots of stitches on that one. Um, but really, probably the more scary thing was when I had Jack. I'm very boring medically, but I got preeclampsia after mm. a little stress issue at work. And, not um, this work. No, not this work. <laughs> not Natalie's not fault. The, not, um, not this boss's fault. And I didn't have cankles. I didn't have any of that until the very last week. There was an issue that happened at work. And then all of a sudden I had a stress issue and my blood pressure was crazy high. And they don't tell you how bad it is. And I remember getting home and my poor husband, I'm holding the baby. And he looks at me and he just starts to sob. And I'm like, what's, what's going on? What's wrong? And he was like... They wouldn't tell you how close it was because right. you can have a stroke, you know, mm -hmm. you can you can die. And I remember getting home and, you know, sending my information off to All Access. Jack was born and all of this. And then I read just two, literally two people down. There was a woman in Florida, a jock in Florida, and she had the same thing and she died. Oh and so God. I went back upstairs and was like... I get it now. Um, why, yeah. why didn't somebody tell me that this could happen? Right. And so that was really scary. I had to be on, and I'm like you, Jen, I have extremely low blood pressure. And so for me to have such high blood pressure um, was a real weird thing. I'm like, I'm fine. I, and so I had to be on meds for a while and... It all, you know, they said it'll all balance out. It's fine, or or maybe it won't. But you should be okay, and it was. You but got through. Yeah, yeah, but it was a little scary because you know they again they don't tell you, right. and so they're all coming in, and I just remember you know you know when you have the baby, and of course first one, and it's like you just you have your idea of what it's gonna you know your birth plan, <laughs> and um, first child, and all of Shawnee Mission Health came in the room and it was like what but I was I was like a test subject like let's right. let's go in and 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 view the birth and it was like why are all of these people standing over there in the corner and if so could you come over here by my head versus that angle <laughs> yeah. because I don't know why you all have to be in the room to witness this but it was it was a teaching method right. I guess I had the same thing I was at a teaching school and it was for a uber religious school and it was funny, they asked, could you mind if we bring the few more students? And I was like, sure, bring the whole class. <laughs> and they did. And it was funny because I was single and they were uber religious called Bob Jones University. Yeah. So we all laughed afterwards. They were like, 
Because they knew there wasn't a dad in the room with me right. when I gave birth. <laughs> well, my husband wouldn't be in the room. He was like, oh, no, no, I don't need to see any really? of that. Really? Yeah. Both girls, he waited right outside the door, and they waited <laughs> until it was, you know, finger quotes, safe for him to come in and right. not see anything. And right. then he came in, and which I didn't care because I didn't need stress of more people. My right. mom and my sister were both there. for right. My mom my- and my best friend and the guy recording it for the radio because <laughs> uh, it was a Torture Tuesday event for the morning show. Uh, yeah, so Elliot's birth was on the air. <laughs> was it, uh, did you have a C-section? or No, it was natural, right? Yeah. And well, he, makes for he good was, radio. He was funny because he was, he was a party animal, the guy that was the producer, and he was he was really hungover and probably still a little drunk even because it was early in the morning. And uh, he was in the background as I was giving birth going, ah, push it, push it real good. That was my, that was my birthing story. But also, like you said, they don't tell you stuff I didn't know while Elliot was born, that there was a few minutes there that things got hairy because his um, umbilical cord was wrapped around. Mm-hmm. And he came out pretty blue and, and not responding and no cry. And and I was oblivious until I looked at my mom's face. And then I was like, something's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they were so, they're so good at just being like, everything's fine. Right. Just cool. push that baby out. Everything's mm-hmm. fine. Uh-huh. Wow, we just totally digressed. It's like we were talking about injuries, and we were about to go to Joey, and now we're talking about our birthing stories. Joey? Joey? <laughs> How was your birthing story? Well, you know, I was a C-section baby. <laughs> so what's your worst injury? Have you ever had a really bad one? I was hit by a car. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. what? Yeah, I was hit by a car going 40 miles an hour. <gasps> yeah. And I broke my right arm and my right collarbone. Oh, They're both very man. clean breaks and required nothing. How old were you? 14, almost 15. Oh, wow. I had a cousin that was hit a car by a car at that age, and, and it messed him up for the rest of his life. Did like, that has to be guy? traumatic. Oh, he, he stopped. It wasn't like a hit and run. Oh, okay, yeah, good. good. At least he stopped. Yeah, but, he was I mean, it was like a pure just accident. Yeah, it was right? an accident. So. Wow. That had to have been so scary. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I wasn't, I don't remember it, so I guess I technically did black out oh, going back okay, to earlier, yeah. but it's probably good you don't remember it. Yeah, I just know my shoes flew, and I didn't get to watch a rerun of Conan that Comedy Central was playing at the time. <laughs> That's you're what 14, you're worried about. You're worried about different things. <laughs> I would like to be watching Conan O'Brien, <laughs> but instead, I'm laying crumbled up on a sidewalk. Joey has really awesome shoes. So, do you remember what kind of shoes you were wearing? Because I mean, I don't even remember. looking at your feet now, you Joey has always. Oh, been those are shoes. great shoes. Oh, no. They're Simpson and, and socks. Simpson socks. Yeah, <laughs> I decided to match today by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did your? I'm just thinking of this from the mom angle. I get right. a call that my kid just got hit by a car. Oh my god! I'd be losing my. Oh mind. my god! Pretty close to home, so. They rushed, my parents and brother rushed on by. My mom rode in the ambulance with me and stayed the night at the hospital. Nice. Yeah, that's like the worst thing. I mean, I had actually. It was the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, Way to ruin the holidays, yeah, Joey. Jeez. <laughs> Why he loves Christmas and Paul McCartney was going to be doing a concert on, and I think on NBC that all very night. music. That's all he cares about. It is all what relates. music. Yes. Music, it all comes back around. So uh, anything exciting in the next week that we're 
Uh, well, next Thursday, my children will be out of school. So, so this weekend will be a whole lot of, did you finish all your work? Is it done? Is it done? In fact, Stevie stayed up till, I think, 10, 15 last night to finish her social studies. But yes. we got at least that done. Um, so, and then Memorial Day. And so right. Memorial Day weekend, I get to go home and see my family. Oh, and nice. so it's always so lovely. It's It's like our thing. And last year, we didn't get to go. And right. so... This year it will be back to quote normal, and so I'm really excited right. for that. I'm and also excited that school is ending. Yes, yeah. it's. I mean, oh, what a year! <laughs> Mine got out already. They got out this week, but I'm telling you, within a day, the entire living room was made into a fort, and I was like, "Oh, that's right." Now they just destroy the house <laughs> for several months, oh. and now I can't wait for them to go back that, to school. See, that's what we said a few weeks ago. <laughs> I know. We'll be like, "We want summer to get here." Okay, right. ready for the school year to start. Yeah, but that's the good thing about nobody being able to come over is that we haven't had to clean our houses True. the way. Yeah. True. And now we're back to it. Yeah. yeah, I'm 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 a little nervous about next week. Um, next Friday is the year anniversary of my dad's death. Oh, so this is the first uh, the first big anniversary. I mean, you, the first time you go through like his birthday right. and the yeah. So it it is weird to me to even think that it's been a year since since he passed away. That's amazing. I mean, it right. just seems like it just happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's and it's weird. It's. I'm very blessed that I've, I've I've dealt with the grieving process far better than I think a lot of people have had to deal with because I, I say to people because there was no unfinished business with my dad. Mm-hmm. There we were good. He loved me. I loved him. I got there to be with him, and like I was, even though he was so pissed off when I walked in that room when I got there because he kept telling me not to come, not to come. I'm right. fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But then he got put on a ventilator and couldn't tell me not to come, so I came. <laughs> And, but I got to have that last moment with him. And yeah, so it's been, I almost, I tell my mom and she's kind of the same way. They were married 53 years. She's like, I almost feel guilty that I haven't been more devastated. But I I tell her all the time, it's like, it's because we were okay and we were good. And we got like 10 more years with him Mm -hmm. than we thought we'd get. And, but yeah, last night out of nowhere, it happens out the weirdest things. And I don't know what it was. But he popped into my mind, and I I cried myself to sleep last night. <laughs> What's your favorite memory? Like, what makes you laugh the most, or, like, what do you remember the most about him? That's like, just a great snapshot. <laughs> There's two that come right to mind. The first one is, um, is because my dad was a high-powered executive with Marriott for many years. And I didn't really know him for the first, like, 15 years of my life because he traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was just my mom taking care of the kids, and he would show up on the weekends, and he would, like, play golf, and it was kind of like, whatever. Then once he retired from that is when I got to know my dad. And then when I really got to know him is once I had a child and to watch him be a grandpa mm-hmm. with my son, which he was a little cagey about when I was like, ha, Dad, guess what? I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not married, and <laughs> you don't know the guy. and <laughs> You know, so... But watching him with my son, and I'll never forget there was one moment he would kill me for telling this story. No, he would probably think it's funny. My son was sitting in between his legs on the floor, and he was in the couch, and he let out this monster fart, right? (laughs) And my kid's right in front of him, and my kid was probably like two, and Elliot turned around and goes, Papa, you need diaper change? (laughs) And he looked dead-faced and said, Yes, I probably do. <laughs> so I love that story. And the other story is when, as this high power executive, he started to finally kind of find joy in life in his later years. 
And he disappeared, didn't disappear, but he just came home one day and told my mom, I'm going to Costa Rica for a week and I'll see you in a week. And he disappeared. And he came back with this full big um, gray beard and an earring. And my mom was like, um, what? He's like, I think we should move to Costa Rica. She's like, calm down. But one of, that's the one thing I do love is that uh, the very, as he was passing and we were holding his hands, I realized his earring was still in. And I couldn't get it out, so we asked them to get it out, and I have the earring. So I think that's what I'm going to do next Friday, is I'm going to go get my upper ear pierced with his earring as a way to kind of commemorate the day. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad that you have good memories of him and that we are your family as well. Yes. We got to be with you through that. I mean, I couldn't couldn't have gotten, we've talked about it before in the podcast, I couldn't have gotten through that time period without knowing that I have... I'm so blessed. That's why Kansas City has become my home and why I want to stay here as long as as humanly possible. And, you know, I won't leave until they literally get a security (laughs) escort out. They're like, you've been fired. You really need to go. But seriously, Um, we're taking the key. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the family I have at work and also because of the adopted friends and family that I found in this city. You just have to kind of keep going. So that's what I'll do this week. I think that's a good place to end this episode. Don't forget, you can still vote for KC1021. We are nominated for Best Radio Station by Kansas City Magazine. We also have a nomination for Best Radio Personality. And our one of our other podcasts, The Little Studio Comedy Club, is nominated for Best Local Podcast. And, and let's say that the, the last two are all because of Jen Johnson, because the personality would be Jen Johnson. Yeah. Yes, vote for her. That would be cool if you'd get your votes in. I think they have till June, mid-June or and something. And you can vote every day. Yes. Yes. So get to Kansas City Magazine, vote Best of KC, give us your votes. And if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, we're available. Right. Thank you. And I have, wait, one more quick thing. Congratulations, since next Friday, we usually record this on Fridays, Mm -hmm. and it's before Memorial Day weekend. Uh, We're not recording the podcast, so I'm giving you the day off. Yay! Yay. I mean, you still have to work your shows on the air. Right. But but you can have Monday off. Take it. Take <laughs> Done. It. Have a great. So we will talk to you in two weeks. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye.